Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is Cole McKenzie, and welcome to the first episode, Stronger Through Struggle. And here, my my whole purpose, guys, and why I'm doing this is to simply inspire you from within to grow stronger through struggle. That is my intention. That is my hopes. And I'm hope to give you a different perspective than what you may have heard or researched um, before. Now, I want to make this clear before we start that uh, this is my own personal opinions. I'll be using what I like to call timeouts uh, to really describe the the subject for to, for these episodes and timeouts for me as a former athlete being being someone who was an athlete their whole life timeouts were a great opportunity for myself and my teammates to really step away from the chaos in order to readjust and reevaluate what's going on in order to step back into the chaos with a little more of an effective strategy to be successful. And that is what my hopes for these timeouts can do for you. It's taking you out of the chaos of life and really taking a step back and to use these moments to readjust and reevaluate what's going on in your life, whether it has to do with pain, with stress, with anxiety, with not feeling as if you're good enough, whatever the case may be, that is my hope and what these these timeouts can potentially do. And that's just simply to inspire you from within to grow stronger through struggle. With that said, these timeouts are my own personal opinion. I don't have a PhD in psychology. I don't have a million followers on Instagram. I don't even have a New York Times bestseller, but I know who I am and I have a story and a process to prove it. And I believe the same way you receive it should be the same way you send it. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So without any more, I want to welcome you guys to the process of lost and found. All right, guys, let's get right into it. So I just want you to simply think about a a moment in your life where you have lost something that, hold on, I got to make sure. Okay, I just had to make sure (laughs) my audio was recording. Okay, um, back to it. That would have (laughs) sucked. I want you to think about a time where you have lost something that was extremely valuable and also another time where you lost something that wasn't, uh, didn't have too much value for you. And just think about it. You may have to go back to kindergarten or uh, elementary school to think of something that wasn't didn't have too much value. But I want you to think of the difference between those two uh, for a moment. Now, thinking about something that that's valuable in which you've lost, let's say a wedding ring or a your company's uh, laptop, your company's laptop or. Uh, even losing your kid in in a mall or a park for a few minutes, okay? Those moments when you lose something that's so valuable for you, you have this urgency, you have this concern in retrieving what's rightfully yours. Whereas when you lose something that doesn't have too much value for you, that like losing a water bottle or a pin, you know, it is what it is if you find it again. You're not too concerned about uh, retrieving what was yours because you don't have that connection. You don't have that value. Um, However, what happens when you lose something that was extremely valuable to you at the time, but the longer you went from really finding it, the less you found value in retrieving it? 
See, what happens when what you lost happens to be your identity? And you spend all this time, all these, these months, these, these years not being aware of just the value and what is left, what you're not finding the value of what's waiting for you to retrieve. Because when that moment happened where you lost everything, where you, where you allowed a moment to really turn into everlasting defeat, you didn't think finding yourself was had any value. You didn't believe that finding that identity had any significance to you anymore. And so you remained lost and it's hard. It's really hard for you to find what you, you no longer believe has any value. And it's hard to find yourself when you dislike so much about who you are after that, that, that moment happened in your life that left you in a suffocating state. And I want to bring up a personal opinion or not a personal, a personal story of mine. And I don't want to spend too much time on it because you guys will get to know me more, uh, the longer or the more I, I do these timeouts. But, uh, I had a dream at, at a young age of playing in the NFL. It was a dream of mine, in which I always believed was possible. As long as I never stopped believing in myself through the critics, through the people who told me I was too small. I wasn't big enough. I wasn't fast enough. I never stopped believing that in this purpose that I can do it. I can make it into the NFL. I even went to a small high school. I went to a small NAIA college at Southern Oregon University, yet I never stopped believing. Sure, I got distracted. You know, I was a 16 to 21 year old. You, you have those distractions in your life. But when it was time to go my senior year, I really believed that this was the make or break moment. And fortunately enough for me, I had a great uh, senior year in college, and and I it, and I was ended up being drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gosh, gotta spit that out. I was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars as a free agent. <clears throat> However, from the moment that I felt was the defining time in my life where I, I beat the odds, I, I became what so many people thought I couldn't become it gradually turned into the most suffocating time in my life because I ended up leaving a few months after um, being drafted. I ended up leaving Jacksonville due to the fear of failure because I allowed someone's voice in the past to come up more alive than ever before who told me to go back to the practice field where I belong after a bad game at Southern Oregon. And because I didn't challenge that voice at that moment, I allowed it to build and build and build until I made it to, to Jacksonville, only to be faced with overwhelming pressure and uncertainty to where I couldn't take it anymore. And so I ended up packing up my bags, went into the coach's office, made up some lousy excuse because as a man, you can't, you can't show you're weak. You have this image to uphold in which society portrays it to be that you have this image of toughness, which no man can has the ability to to hold. It's a standard that is just crippling more men. But anyways, I I ended up telling them I needed to go. And so I packed up my bags and I left Jacksonville. But the moment I got on that airplane, and flew from Florida back to Sacramento, California, I lost my identity. I lost who I was. I lost Cole McKenzie 
the the football player, the guy who was so motivated, so determined, so inspired to capture something which so many people but himself believed wasn't possible. And I started developing this new identity because now what was lost, I didn't believe had any more valuable at all. I didn't believe the person I was becoming had the same value as the person I used to be. And what I can tell you this from my personal experience, I may have already stated this, but the more you dislike yourself, the easier it is to become lost. And for three years, I became lost in a depressive state, battled anxiety, panic attacks, uh, abused alcohol. I was doing all, all sorts of things because what value is left when the football player isn't attached to Cole McKenzie? And that's what I want you guys to think about right now is, is have you been able to find who you are? Have you been able to accept? Let's do that. Have you been able to accept who you are after losing what you believed made you who you are? And so, and I want to, I want to get into this. I'm going to look at my notes real quick, guys, because I, I feel myself getting off course and I don't want to do that. Um, but I want to, I want to get back onto, uh, the self-esteem more so self-awareness. Okay. When, here's the thing when it comes to accepting what is, see, self-awareness is, is a huge part in, in finding your identity, finding who you are, what your purpose is. Don't get me wrong. Self-awareness is a huge part and I totally agree and support it. However, I believe there's a first step before that because, I'm sure you can relate. You you can probably relate to this in the fact that you know you shouldn't be going out and getting blacked out drunk because you only wake up more depressed, more alone, uh, more shameful. You know you shouldn't be doing that. You also know you shouldn't be going out with friends or going out with those kind of friends because you end up making bad decisions. You're aware. A lot of us are aware of what we shouldn't be doing, yet we still do it. And the reason we still do it is because we don't want to accept and surrender to what we have to go back and face again. And I, I want to express this, this metaphor, this, this analogy uh, to get you guys to understand just how we find what has been lost in, for so long, and that is our identity. I want you guys to, to really, really get this understanding. And the best way I can do this is to bring up a, a Conor McGregor uh, analogy. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a Conor McGregor fan. I'm not going to lie. I, I love that guy's process and everything he had to do to get where he's at today. And I just love that he had a mentality when everything was against him and his back was against the wall. He, he had a mentality that wasn't intimidated by the process. And so I respect that guy. But I want you, I'm going to bring up a fight that really stood out to me and really uh, helped build this foundation of lost and found and uh conor mcgregor he had a fight against nate diaz and going into the fight conor mcgregor being the guy that he is has all the confidence in the world and you couldn't help but catch his confidence and the moment he walked into the arena you just felt like he was gonna win he was gonna do it but not on this night see on this nate this night he was caught with overwhelming pressure and in a moment, he was left with two choices to either tap out 
to Nate Diaz and surrender to a moment of weakness or to remain suffering until he goes unconscious. And what McGregor did is he ended up tapping out. When he tapped out, I won't lie, I was pretty mad. I threw my McGregor shirt in the dirty laundry and I was just like, man, I, he, he was supposed to win. Why didn't he win? <laughs> but when I reflected on that moment, I realized that, you know, surrender isn't defeat. It's the ending of suffering. See, we've been, we've been brainwashed by society and b- believing that surrender is everlasting defeat, but it's not. And even if you think about a moment of surrender, if you think about an image, your initial thoughts go into, you know, the uh, military waving the white flag or someone giving up in sports. So you think of it as as defeat, but it's not. And I'm going to prove that to you in my in my notes. And I want you to know before I get into this, I'm a simple man when it comes to English language. You know, I. <laughs> I'm as simple as it gets, so I will probably mess up when I'm trying to pronounce big words or even words that are in Latin for this example. Just bear with me. You'll, you'll know what I mean. And at the end of the day, uh, as long as it, it hits you differently, it inspires you, that's what really matters. And so I want to tell you that the definition of surrender is split into two words. You have sur, which equals super, as in surmount. And surmount is defined as to overcome a difficulty or obstacle. So sir is essentially defined as to overcome a difficulty or obstacle. Now the other word render, its Latin definition called redere. See, I probably messed that up. Redere, redere. Um, One of the two or three that I just haven't pronounced. Okay, that Latin definition means to give back. So you have sir, which means to overcome a difficulty or obstacle. And then you have render, which means to give back. So I don't pull from surrender as defeat, but it's being able to accept what is, to accept the struggle, to accept the heartbreak, to accept the abuse, to accept every that moment that really crippled you and made you suffocate yourself, to accept what is in order to overcome it and the way you're able to overcome what is in front of you is being able to be given back more than what you had before but the only way you can be given back more than what you had before is to surrender to that moment and that's exactly what conor mcgregor did he surrendered to that moment of weakness in order to be given back more than what he had before which was a rematch And he ran it back for the second fight, and he went into that war prepared. He knew it was going to be a battle. It's always a battle when we have to go back and relive those those moments in our life where we allowed it to define us, where we allowed it to defeat us, and we have to go back and face those voices, to face those moments in our life that was so, so traumatic for us. But that is the only way that you will be able to find yourself, to find the value that's been lost for so long is to first surrender to accept what is and to begin the process of growing stronger through struggle. And when you do that, you will develop the courage to finally run it back to those times where you quit and lost everything to overcome it. See, I, I, I'm a trainer at LA Fitness and a few years ago, I had 
a guy walked past me and one of my coworkers came up and said, Cole, you need to go talk to that guy. He He's a former NFL athlete and he helps uh, mentor kids and, you know, personal development, everything in which I really, I'm really, in, I was really inspired and involved in and wanted to, I was craving to really help people. But with that, I spent the last few years ever since I, I did surrender, but I realized I didn't run it back. See, we can we can always accept it, but until we run it back, we will still remain a prisoner to trying to walk in someone else's shoes as if they're, they're our own. Because who wants to go back to those moments? You know, that made us think that everything we once had that was so valuable doesn't mean anything anymore. We don't want to go back to those moments. And so I I was trying to be a copyright original of someone else's story. And so I went in and started having a conversation with this man. And he first asked me, Cole, what does your name mean? I had no idea. I said relentless. That's how <laughs> that's how much <laughs> that's how much I knew about my name. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you that what my name means, cause that's going to be a different time out. But after I said relentless, he looked at me like, all right. Dude. And he went into a short story about his name and I started getting very humbled then. And I kept listening. And then he, he asked, we started getting into, uh, some books that we both have read. And I brought a book up and he, he stopped me and he said, what? What did you learn about that book? And I'm one of those people who are, I used to be one of those people who would highlight the whole book because I wanted to know all, I want to know everything important. I wanted to make it my own, but I wanted to use someone else's words. And so I would just highlight, highlight, highlight. And so he could tell that I was, I was saying someone else's words when I was telling him, you know, different growths in which I respected in the book and and why I really liked it. And midway into my explanation, he stopped me and he said, you know what, Cole? I don't believe you. You know why I don't believe you? Because you don't believe you. You don't even believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. So why should I? And from that moment, I realized that I really don't know who I am. But he allowed me to really start trying to discover it and it led me to another person who sat me down and we started going back and forth with my purpose and what I'm trying to do in my life and this this lady stopped me and she said Cole what did you need to know most when you were at ground zero when you were going through the darkest times what did you need and it forced me to go back to that moment of weakness in which I defined as defeat. And I told her that I just needed to know I was possible. And it was from that moment on the chains were broken. Because not only did I finally, not only did I surrender, but I was willing to run it back to where I quit. And it was in that moment what was lost for so long was finally found. It was finally found again. 
And I want you to know that there is so much value in what you once lost. There is so much value in what what you've hidden away, what you've put away, what you didn't want to face again. There's so much value. But you have to have the courage to run it back in order to find it again. You have to have the courage to surrender because the more you want to go away from accepting what is, the more you're going to suffocate yourself into a state of unconsciousness and the more you're the longer you're going to suffer until you remain completely lost and have no idea who you are and have no idea of just how valuable you really are. And to end this time out, guys, I just want to, I just want to tell you that you are valuable. You are. You just have to be willing to run it back to where you quit, to where you lost it. You have to be willing to surrender to the moments that you allowed to turn into defeat because they weren't defeat. You made it a defeat. What it was was a moment of weakness, but it was an opportunity for you to grow again. And from my own personal process, I can tell you is when when you have it inside of you to say, I'm going to surrender, I'm done suffocating myself, I'm going to surrender, you'll begin to accept the authenticity that makes you unique and you'll be willing to begin this process of rebuilding again to where you have the courage to finally run it back and defeat, to defeat what made you weak for so long. You will find yourself. And not only will you find yourself, you will see just how valuable you really are. Thank you guys for listening to the first episode of Stronger Through Struggle.